Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Enterprise Linux Security, episode 37. How are you doing, Zhao? I'm fine, Jay. It's always a pleasure to be here with you for another episode. And we have another fun one, as, as usual. I'm hoping everybody feels appreciated that's listening <laughs> to this particular episode, because that's the point. We're going to talk about System Administrator Appreciation Day, or Sysadmin yes. Day, as we're probably going to call it. Um, to shorten it a bit. But before we get into that, there's just a little bit of a rat I'll mention real quick. Um, and the first one is the previous episode as of recording time was live and we will return to live again. But we have, uh, between Zhao and I, we have vacations, there's conferences that I'm going to. So there's going to be a little bit of a flip-flop. I don't foresee there being a gap in the uh, podcast. I, I think there's still going to be an episode, episode every week. It's just not going to be live. And I think sometime probably just guessing mid-August, given these conferences, getting closer to September, we're going to return to live and we'll stay there. At that point, um, yep. we'll just do it live every single time. But this one is not going to be live, neither is the next one. Um, so just throwing that out there. The other piece of errata that I want to get out of the way is happy anniversary, man. I just looked at the date and that's <laughs> recording is July 22nd when we're recording this particular one. We're recording it ahead of time because of said conferences and vacations. But um, I looked at our website and it looks like our first episode, if I, um, you know, if my, I don't need glasses or something, was July 23rd. One day. Yeah. From one year already. <laughs> one year of this podcast and it Amazing. really doesn't feel like it at all it really doesn't and if you had told me like two years ago that i would be doing a podcast i probably would have just laughed in your face or something like that and i never saw myself doing something like this so yeah it's been a, a thrill to to be part of it and it's been really enlightening to understand how all of this works actually or how all of it really doesn't work and we just kind of make it work at the last second. Because when it comes to video production, I've learned like as much as you are trying to be prepared as much as possible, something all you know always happens. But um, you know, I say that, but I we're, we have fun with this. We love it. And, and you're natural at it, honestly. It's like like you really wouldn't think you'd be doing it, really. Like, because I think um, you know, a lot of people have to get up to speed, but I think you just rolled right into it without any you know, issues. No, I absolutely didn't. Never saw myself doing any anything like this but yeah it's been really really fun it's been very entertaining i hope it's been informative for the people that are listening to us and yep. yeah uh, we hope to continue doing it for at least another year more absolutely so yeah happy anniversary i'm having a lot of fun as well and um I never knew I'd be on any podcast or even any of the things I'm doing. So I really do kind of understand where you're coming from there. It's just this disbelief. Um, you know, yeah. how do people want to hear me talk? I don't even like hearing me talk when I edit my own videos. Yeah, but yeah, apparently absolutely. people enjoy that for some reason. <laughs> so, go figure. Go figure, right? So we're going to have a really relaxed episode, a fun one right now. Um, because as of the time this particular episode is making its way to the website, to the, uh, you know, relevant podcast networks, um, in addition to being the anniversary, it's also, I mean, specifically when you see this, it's going to be System Administrators Appreciation Day. And we have a dedicated video that we've done that's also coming out the same day and is already out actually as of the time you're seeing this. I'll have a link or some kind of a contraption on the screen if you're watching the video version of this, or if you're not, then there's gonna be a link down below. And we were joined by Brian Osborne of Admin Magazine, just like we were last year. 
Mm-hmm. But I figured this would be kind of fun to tie the podcast into this as well because um, it's a very relevant topic. Um, this particular video is not uh, being sponsored by Admin Magazine. We're, we're literally just doing this because, you know, we want to be appreciated, obviously. We want everyone else to be appreciated. So I figured um, it's time to talk about that, especially when it comes to security and all the hard work that's required in keeping yeah. people out of our systems. And it absolutely fits with the, the podcast team. So, yeah, it's more than appropriate that we show a sysadmin's appreciation and that we talk about how you should appreciate them if you're not. How they do the, the work and the, the heavy lifting so that everything runs smoothly for you every day. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to completely skip our definition or overview about what a system administrator is because I... I feel like everybody who listens to this podcast, they know, unless this just so happens to be your fair, your very first episode ever, uh, I highly doubt for the most for most of you that's the case. So I think you know what a sysadmin is. Um, but what we should probably touch on is, is why this is necessary. Like, I mean, obviously, yeah, we want to be appreciated. But having a system administrator appreciation day does kind of imply a lack of appreciation. If we were fully appreciated and there's, I mean... If we were being appreciated each and every day, it's like, yeah, System Administrator Appreciation Day in other news, it's Friday. So what? Um, But actually, that's not true. We, um, when things are working, they're working. Nobody really notices. They just, you know, nobody notices when they don't have a problem. But when something breaks, yeah, obviously people notice that. And there's people behind the scenes that it's their job to get those things working, obviously. And we need to just make sure that, um, you know, we prevent burnout as much as we can by just saying even a simple thing like thank you. Yeah. And if we look back to some of the things that we discussed in the podcast before, to some of the incidents that we covered and the the problems that happened in different companies over the over the months, you'll see this this trend where the very big issues they always translate into long downtimes. But during that downtime, you have IT teams working diligently, going the extra mile, working extra hours there to getting everything back up again. I especially remember around the time that Lock4j hit, which was close to to Christmas, and the amount of companies that went into <laughs> scramble mode around that time, and the amount of people that missed uh, Christmas holidays altogether because they had to patch systems and had to be on call and had to be looking at stuff. Yeah. From the outside looking in, you only see the systems as unavailable. From right. the inside, you see the huge amount of work and effort that goes into getting everything back together and making sure that nothing is uh, is open when it shouldn't and having everything patched on time. And that really hit, it gets into your personal space. It gets into your personal life. People do have to work the extra hours to get everything back in order. And most of the time, that does not go recognized. People just complain that the systems are down, and when they're back up, they just say, finally, and they move on. But mm-hmm. the, the team back there, the team that did the grant work, that got everything back together, those guys should be appreciated. You should realize that there is this is admins that are doing the, the extra mile and going the extra mile there to, to getting stuff back together. Absolutely. And you know, when it comes to the average employee that's not IT, and has absolutely nothing to do with that. Um, so you can insert any job title um, there. They log in on Monday, systems are working. Log in Tuesday, mm-hmm. systems are working. What if on Monday night, things went down? There was a big problem. Um, and then someone stepped in and fixed it. A sysadmin fixes it. And then 
it's done. Problem solved. And then the next day, you know, no one knows because that happened overnight. They could have went to a party. They could have went to a family gathering. You never know. Uh, they did something, just had time at home with their families, come into work the next day, and uh, everything's still working great. Um, but you know, they don't really think about that, especially when there's things happening that uh, people don't know about because we're not the type of people in most cases to brag like at water cooler talk. I just fixed a major storage array issue yesterday. You fixed what? What's a storage array? What are you talking about? Uh, we generally don't do that. But at the same time, it's like we, like you said, we keep things going. Taken to the extreme, your sysadmins can become very unhappy. And that's probably the last thing that you want to do. You want to keep your sysadmins happy. At the very least, showing re appreciation for the work that they do, for the effort that they put into everything and keeping systems running. Um, that helps a lot. It doesn't solve all the issues, of course, but that's a good step in the right direction. And yeah, we've seen how it happens when that doesn't happen, when people don't get the recognition that they are expecting or they think they deserve. It might be fair or unfair. That's not the point here. But just a simple yeah. thank you, it, it really helps. You might think that it's just silly or stupid, but just saying thank you for doing all the the extra hours for taking the the, the time off your personal life and dealing with these unexpected issues, that really helps a lot. It really does. It really does. And one thing I want to get out of the way is that, you know, it's not all doom and gloom, obviously. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of fun. It's a great industry. You know, we're talking about a lack of appreciation um, if you're just getting into the industry, we don't want to scare you, scare anyone away because um, that's not the point at all. It, the point is just to make sure that uh, nobody, you know, feels unappreciated for the hard work that they do. But I felt like a good way to do that is to just talk about some of the things that we've actually experienced ourselves when, you know, as system administrators ourselves, what have we done? And many things, we can't remember everything that we've done. And it's, sometimes it's really hard to even remember one thing when you save the day because you you know you do that a lot really but i think it'd be really fun to share some stories from our careers that um where we got this feeling of um you know we really solved a really big problem and i think that um can kind of set this in motion and i think it might be a fun topic to talk about and a fun angle versus admin day yeah absolutely um do we want do you want me to go first yeah absolutely so um, there is this story I think it's okay to talk about it now. It's been over 10 years now, so it shouldn't be a problem. I'm not going to name anybody, of course. Um, well, but, the name of the innocent names, innocent. But we were working on moving all the data from an old storage solution to a new storage solution, basically a new uh, enterprise-grade storage array. And part of that was included moving all the the virtual hard disks for all the virtual machines that we had deployed on our system. So we created the new lens, we started the process of copying stuff over, we were moving the, stopping the virtual machines to ensure everything was consistent during the move. And we started doing that move. We did that over the weekend. We actually got the contractor to work with us. And Sunday afternoon, the I was at home, the process was in motion and I get the call. And the guy on the other end was the, the contractor and he goes, you know that large um, virtual disk where the, the main mailbox server stores the, the email messages? It's gone. And that was the call. <laughs> Basically, at that point, all the email messages and all of that, they were gone. We had that segregated into a few different uh, virtual storage. So not all the emails from all the accounts, but 
the most critical ones they were gone at that point, not available and so on. I don't still to this day I don't know if it was an error that happened, an accidental key press, whatever. The file was gone, okay. and so at that point it's panic mode. We can't absolutely have that happen. So immediately we start looking at backups and all of that, but you know how backups go. They never work properly when we actually need them. So the guy really did step up and he actually ended up solving the, the problem that happened under his watch. But it took like two days. Then long story short, we ended up waiting for two days for um, an undelete process to actually recover the data for the virtual the virtual hard disk and copy it to one of the new lands that we created on the new storage. At, during all that time, we were afraid that it wouldn't be complete, that it wouldn't be consistent. So when we finally ended the end, the end delete and we fired up the virtual machine and we could see the actual data being there, boy, did we, <laughs> were we relieved about that because Everything was on the line right there. It was about 600 gigabytes of email messages, and wow. it's a lot. And we probably would not continue working there if this had stayed like that. But yeah, we did manage to solve it. We did manage to to work out how to end delete that and get it on a different land during the the end delete process. Because if you end delete in place, you run the risk of overwriting something that you shouldn't, and everything could get corrupted. But we did manage to, to work that out and we did manage to solve that problem. But yeah, that was a scary moment and getting that fixed, that was really, really a big one. And, and that feeling of anxiety when, you know, you have this weight on your shoulders to yeah. solve something is, um, you know, it's not something that happens every day because, I mean, that's exactly the kind of thing that you're trying to prevent, but you, there's no way to prevent everything. It's just impossible and things do happen. And it's what you do about it and getting through that situation and the problem being solved uh, by the end is, is great because that's why we do it. And the, and the feeling of success, um, I'm, I'm sure that had to have felt, felt really good after all that. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> the amount of coffee that was <laughs> consumed during those two days, boy, it was off the charts. I, I can imagine. Um, well, I think one of the more, this is one of the more interesting ones because I have so many, it's like which ones to pick, but I'm going to pick this one to start with on my end because, you know, this might help people that are just starting out as a sysadmin because, you know, you go through different stages, you know, you obviously you start as a beginner, intermediate, and then you go up from there. This was when I was like probably the lower end of intermediate or intermediate, I would say. And there's some things I just haven't had to deal with um, all that much. Uh, the company that I worked for, we had a really good system going uh, when it comes to deflecting viruses. I can't remember what all we had in place at this time, because uh, this is quite some time ago. We we're talking about 2008. And for those of you that are you know, really into um, you know, tech history and news, when I say 2008, you probably already know where I'm going to go with this. But um, anyway, I'm just uh, doing what I do at that job on, on a day, which you know, I was doing things like you know, creating mailboxes, creating users, spinning up VMs, managing... Um, VMware and I, I think some other virtualization solutions, a phone system, and keeping the uh, database running for uh, we had an ERP system. So you know those are a lot of things that system administrators um, you know deal with, especially considering this is before containers entered the uh, popularity. And I, I get into work 
and um, somebody says that the printer is down. Now, this isn't really unusual, right? Because it happens. And let's be honest, as soon as I say printers, if you've been working as assisted men, you get anxious. <laughs> All I have to do is say printer and you're like, oh God, and I didn't even finish, right? And people are just face palming as soon as I say printer. I know I know you're face palming right now as you listen to this. Um, but it happens. So I would have to re restart the print spooler service every now and then. Sometimes there's a stuck print job, you know the deal. And I, I fix it. And then um, the same printer stops working again. Someone else mentions it. I'm like, I just fixed it. Hold on a second. Let me double check. Oh, yeah, it is. It is broken again. That's odd. So I get it going. And then um, someone else comes to my desk. And, and this is in within the same like 10, 15 minute window here. Someone comes to my desk. I can't log in. I'm like, OK, well, this is still not an unusual request. I get this all the time. It's time to reset their password. No problem. So I do that. They go back to the desk. They confirm that they can log in. Someone else comes up. They can't log in. Then like five more people come in to my desk. They can't log in. And then the people that I've already fixed have come back to my desk to let me know that, again, they're unable to log in and access anything. And um, and, and I'm like, okay, there's really something to this because the entire time I've worked for this company, like I've had all of these issues before, but never this many at the same time. So um, me and my network administrator colleague, we look at it and we, we what we notice is that there is some malware here and it's getting into things, it's locking people's accounts out, it's messing up the printers, and it's just going from machine to machine to machine. And it um, took a long time to clean this out. It was it was horrific. It was like two weeks of long hours. It ended up being the configure worm, if I remember correctly, in that time period. And it was like uh, it was like a game of whack-a-mole because it's like we're you know disconnecting things and pulling cables, fixing things. We're we're doing everything that we can. We absolutely get everything back up and running with uh, no data loss. There, there's no um, problems after we're all said and done. And But, I mean, it would took two weeks of some of the hardest work and some of the longest hours that I had to put in to, to keep this going. And, again, remember, I'm not, like, an, an expert advanced or any of those things yet. I'm still kind of green. I'm, like, um, lower entry or lower intermediate level. So, um which is even more stress because I'm like, I really need to keep up with this before. And, and it, you literally have to be on your toes. It was, a, it was a lot of hard work, but after it was all said and done and fixed, then you know what, everything was fine from there. And there were some lessons learned, like how did it get in and how do we uh, um, you know, fix it? And what ended up happening is that we discovered that this uh, worm came into the network from a, a notebook that a salesperson had and they let their some some family member use their work computer to either play games or to or do whatever that wasn't work related. Like, yeah, go ahead and use my computer; it's fine. So he gets into um, a location that within our wide area network connects an Ethernet cable to his computer to start working, and then the worm gets out of the computer, just goes and has a field day on the network, and <laughs> it was a very hard time. Yeah. I can totally understand that. Um, both Sasser and the other one, it, they were a mess when they were around as well. Um, yeah. Another time that, uh, that you get to feel like you're the hero, but you actually don't do very much. Um, when you work in, in academia and you have uh, people doing their research and all of that, they'll store their data on their laptops. Most of them will be running Linux or some variation thereof, or even if it's Windows. And at some point, they'll come up to you with tears in their eyes. Oh, my computer is broken. I can't fix it. I can get in. All my data is there. All my 
thesis is there, my information, I need access to that. And there are two ways this can go wrong. Either it's something completely critical and there's no way back in and you have to tell them and you see them crumbling in front of you that their work from years that they obviously should have backed up and have nowhere else is gone. And that's a terrifying moment right there. Or you can fix the whatever small issue they have and they'll just light up and praise you for everything and something else. Um, and sometimes you get the, the second situation. I remember a couple of instances. It was actually the same problem. They had they were running Linux. I can't remember if it was Fedora. I believe it was. And at some point, somebody, maybe not them, they did a dual installation of Windows on top of that. And of course, it overwrote Grub, so they couldn't load again. They couldn't get into their Linux partition. And this was the end of the of their lives, of their work and wow. all of that. And they will go ballistic and go in panic mode. So you go in, you fix the, the bootloader, you make it accessible again. Yeah, you're the hero for that. And it's something where you absolutely did nothing special if you know something of in IT or something of around Linux. But to them, to someone that's not in the field, to someone that's not so familiar with how these things work, it's basically a miracle. Right. Yeah, there, there's definitely a lot. Um, and I think that's kind of a, a big point you brought up there because I feel like uh, that, that's part of re the reason why that sometimes, you know, sysadmins won't get some of the appreciation they deserve. It's not like anybody just wants to deprive us of appreciation. I mean, it literally sounds to a non-tech person like we're speaking another language and they really don't know what we're talking about. Like legitimately, it's hard. Um, but how do you get recognition for something that people don't really understand, right? You can still give rec recognition without understanding, but I think, yeah, that's a, a big part of it too. It's like you're speaking different languages. They yeah. can't say thank you because they don't know how to say it or how to to realize that you did something that deserves thanks. Yeah. Like, we, like we said on the, the other video, if you're a sysadmin and you're doing your job correctly, you're not going to be noticed because nothing breaks because everything right. is always available. So you're not going to be noticed because stuff just works and that's you doing your job correctly. Absolutely. And your story reminded me of one. And I'm going to be very, very careful to um, protect the names of the innocent here. And you'll understand why in a moment. To, to be fair, I in the, in the past couple of years, I don't even know if the company that I worked for during this time even still exists. So it's possible that they don't even exist anymore. I don't know. But I'm just going to protect the names of the innocent all the same. So I had a, I had received a call from a um, from an engineer, and I'm not referring to like an IT systems engineer. I'm referring to like a um, forgot what his job title was, but he, what his job was was to use 3D modeling software to create the um, basically he created the blueprints for how the company developed. The product and the de the company developed a physical product. It wasn't like a software download. I mean, we it was like a physical object that you can hold and touch. That's what we developed. Something that was super popular, used by all kinds of um, companies out there. So we had a lot of customers. Um, you know, and again, I can't mention the type of customers we had, but I could tell you we're talking about um, probably. 5,000 or more locations or maybe even tens of thousands of locations of different companies that depend on the product that we produce. So I'm just setting the stage here, okay? So I get a call and um, the, the person who does the majority of this 3D modeling work was freaking out. He's like, 
my the 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 3D models are gone off my hard drive, and I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, let me go um, take a look at that. So I do all of the obvious things first. I look in the recycle bin, even though this is the kind of person that would have already looked, but I still want to look to be sure, right? Because we we want to assume that they would have already checked that, but we do need to check that to be sure. Uh, but but there's nothing in the recycle bin, and then I check shadow copies. Right, because I just want to see, like, can we just restore the entire thing back to a previous snapshot? There were no shadow copies at all. Um, they were legit gone, like actually deleted, not backed up, gone off the hard drive. So um, another thing about this company, before I get back to the story, um, this was every bit the company you would never want to work for. And that's another reason why I'm not going to throw them under the bus. Like, we're talking toxicity, right? Like, they um, want they like firing people for whatever reason that they can. So this individual was freaking out, not because he doesn't know how to handle anxiety. Like his job is in fact on the line. They will walk him out the door this same day if he so much as, as mentions that his 3D models are gone. So that's not something he's trying to tell his manager, right? So what I tell him to do, I'm like, after I realize that there's no shadow copies, shut down your computer. I don't want anything else writing to that disk. I don't want log files writing to that disk at all shut that thing down so he shuts it down and i run i can't remember what it was some kind of a live media that existed back then that um, existed for the purpose of on deleting files because at this point um the files are deleted but until the sectors are overwritten technically the files are still there and what this tool is able to do is it's able to piece that back together thankfully we were quick enough and we got all of the files back every single one of them. Now, metadata was lost. If I remember correctly, file names are not there. Um, so it'd have like randomly generated file names, I think, because that metadata was completely gone, but the files were there. And, and he confirmed he was able to open them up in, in the 3D modeling application. Um, and, and the look of relief on this guy's face, man, I'm telling you, like I saved his job. And I know that for sure, given the environment that we were working in, and he was just feeling like so much relief. And so was I, because I, I think, you know, I don't want anyone to lose their job. And he's a really cool person. So um, it really worked out. And then at that point, it's like, we need backups of backups of backups of your 3D models. And um, it's really interesting because in this situation, IT was not involved with his files at all. Like the, this, his department was completely like self-contained. Mm -hmm. They back up their files. In this case, they weren't. And at that point, I'm making a case like we need like a network share with uh, tape backup, uh, put it on that system and all this other stuff that we had at the time. And I I, I don't want this to happen again. Um, I'm not sure how much I mentioned because I didn't want them to find out it happened. It was a really honestly, I'm not telling anyone to hide anything here. Right. But the point is, this is a a situation where even some people might have might have just said, sorry, it's not in the recycle bin. There's no shadow copies. You're out of luck and then walk away. And you know, that happens. Not everybody knows you can undelete. So he was, a, he was really happy. That I was able to get those files back for him. So, um, and, and that kind of ties into with the superhero theme of the other video, which when you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about because I felt like that. I felt like I really saved the day during that particular incident. Actually, that's one of the, the instances that 
most impresses people who are not very familiar. When you actually have backups and they are able to, to be successfully used, which is not always, that's why you should always right. test your backups. But when the backups actually work and you manage to restore somebody's very important file, because they're always important, but when you do manage to restore those very important files, the look of, of gratitude in those people's faces, it's, it's amazing. It really is. And it's one of those moments where, again, you didn't do anything special. If you look at all the things that you do on your job, going on a backup, selecting a file and restoring it from the last backup point, that's nothing. You do much more complicated stuff all, every single day. Mm -hmm. But the times when you manage to do something simple like that, that gets you recognition, that gets you appreciation because it's something that's immediate and provides a return immediately for that person. They will yeah. immediately see the return of your work. So they go to you with a problem, they have no way of restoring their data and you manage to find it on the previous backup and you provide it to them. And yeah, that makes a difference for their work. And that gives you the recognition immediately. And it's not even remotely comparable to, to all of the complex things that you do. Yeah, I mean, there's so many more advanced deployments and migrations and things that we work on. And then um, in, in thinking back, how much worse that could have been like it'd be one thing right if i didn't restore his files and you know unfortunately lost his job which would be horrible but also that would have had a cascading effect because of the many locations and chain facilities uh, around the united states um, would would be unable to do business this would have been a like like newsworthy we're talking like um, this chain, that chain, and that chain don't have the things they need to produce their product because they rely on us and they would all have to shift to another provider that provides what we provide, but um, a different one. Uh, and this would be a major loss of revenue, not just, and, and the company probably would, I don't know if they could survive that because all of their clients would be unable to receive any services at all. Okay. So it would have been a, a massive thing, but you didn't hear about it. Right. Nobody knows what I'm talking about because it never made the news and it's fine because it was recovered. And um, that's just yeah, like you were saying, like some of these things you don't even know are possible. I feel like most people are under the impression that once you empty that recycle bin, you're done. I, I feel like most people think that. <laughs> and technically you kind of are, because unless you know how to do what I did, like uh, that's kind of very specialized. Yeah. then don't even get started on how that works on different file systems everywhere. But <laughs> that's a different story for another time. Um, but yeah, whenever you, okay, I was gonna say something not very nice. Whenever you're looking for recognition, that's not something you should be looking for. But that feeling, it happens in these situations. If you find yourself just lacking that care and attention that day, you're feeling lonely or something like that, find somewhere that you can help out immediately and you'll see the recognition. Absolutely. It goes, it moves that way. Again, that's silly, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any other stories on your end to share? Mm -hmm. No, there are a few, but I really can't get into them publicly. Right. So, that, that, that's sure fair. Um, <laughs> it, but I think I, I kind of feel like the stories that we have shared really, like, what well, we don't need more stories to kind of prove the point that. Um, it's very hard work, but it's so awesome and fun. Uh, that feeling, I, I feel at least, that feeling of success you get far outweighs any anxiety that you might face or feel while you're going through the problem because that sense of relief is such a happy feeling. And 
this doesn't even happen that often. At least it shouldn't, assuming that everything is going the way it's supposed to go. But the thing is, um, you know, it feels great. You feel like you saved the day. And most of the time, you're preventing things from going bad. You're learning new things because the industry is always changing. So it's so much fun. And to be completely fair, it is true that there's stressful jobs out there in every category. So no job is without anxiety. But I feel like a job that keeps you learning and keeps changing means it's that much harder for the job to become boring and the same old thing over and over and over again. That just does not happen here. Uh, it's always fun. It's always fresh. Yeah. And the things that are boring, you can probably find a way to automate them away. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> that oh, also uh, we automate. <laughs> the minute we have to spend any more than five minutes running a report that has to be run, we're going to automate that every single time. <laughs> There was this quote I saw yesterday on my Twitter feed, six hours of debugging will save you five minutes of reading the docs. It's more or less the same thing with automation. Six hours of writing a script will save you five minutes of repeating something every day. Uh, but uh, yeah, it adds if up. you write those scripts like it, like they should be, it will pay off in the end. So in this, in this case, you know, it, it's like, you know, we all know what a system administrator is and you know, this audience is the inverse of the audience normally when we talk about system in day because it's about ra raising awareness for um, just the fact that, you know, things happen and it's not, sometimes it's the things you don't know that are the most important. And sometimes just giving the administrator a pat on the back, you know, or just a thank you and uh, benefit of the doubt, you know, that update, you know, you might not want, you know, might be annoying, but updates are required. I don't think I need to tell anyone here about that. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. And, you know, if we just do the best we can and continue being awesome sysadmins, then, you know, the world keeps going. Yeah. And continue learning. That's probably the most important thing. I agree. Don't just sit back on what you've learned already. With this job, with, with being a sysadmin, this isn't specific. This happens on other, other jobs as well. But this one, it does require you to keep being interested, to keep being motivated to in learning new things, to being just reading and reading and reading more information about different ways that you can do the things that you do. And it pays off to actually do that. It pays off to actually read more and find new ways and find new tools and all of that. And more than in other situations, this is the, the job that really, really rewards you for doing it. It, it, you yep. feel more satisfied with it. You found a new way to that will save you time doing something. And you start using it and it's true and it's more effective and you stop doing the old way because the new one is better. And you'll find small things like this probably every single day or every other day. I was doing this and wasting 20 minutes. Now I can do it in five. And that's an improvement. And you'll continually improve on that. And yep. that will just give you this feeling of actually achieving something, even if it's something minor it does happen and it's something that you can feel probably every single day. So so I have a few tips for sysadmins that I think will um, help out because I feel like we're often quickly moving from one thing to the next. That's just kind of what it is. We fixed the major problem. Now let's kind of tackle some of the smaller problems. We always have something to do, right? So uh, I don't think any sysadmin does a, or, or most that they don't do a good job of this because they're doing a good job in every other category. And I don't mean this in a, in a as bad as way of I'm making it sound, but um, keeping notes about what you've done. So 
there's different ways you could do this. For example, if you have a ticketing system and it has reporting, you can um, run a report at the end of the year for all the tickets that you yourself have closed and you can order them by most critical um, level to least. And that kind of gives you an idea. But if you just write down notes, like, you know, I, I knocked one minute off the build job time, um, which doesn't seem like much, right? But it is because that one minute adds up. If you add it up over the course of a year, you could actually make the claim, I have saved the company, you know, this many hours, days, weeks, even depending on this particular thing. I have resolved this particular, you know, critical issue. And it, it's just good to have that information, especially when it comes time for um, your annual review, if your company does that, because sometimes you just don't remember all the things that you've done over the year. And a lot of companies will, yeah, what have but tell me about some of the things that you've worked on over the year. And then having that information, um, because if you don't tell even your employer themselves that you're doing things, even they don't know that you're preventing things. And you want to make sure that your employer knows the value because things not being broke is just not the way they think. Yeah, that's a very, very good point there. Uh, make yourself visible. <laughs> yeah. Even if what you do is supposed to be invisible, do make the notes, do make the reports. Say, hey, I did this upgrade, I improved things this way in this specific server, and now it can support a thousand extra users at the same time, a thousand extra connections. Yeah. Because of this tweak that I did or this setting that I changed or something like that. Make note of that. Make Send the, the email around. Make sure that people know. For two reasons. Not just the recognition, but also because if you're the only one that knows how something is done, you're the one that's going to get the call at 3 a.m. in the morning when it breaks. Mm -hmm. Because only you can fix it and get it back up and running. So don't let yourself be the only one know anything. That's not what's going to give you job security. Absolutely. And for even more sysadmin day goodness, there's going to be a link wherever you're getting this from. It's going to have a link to the video that we've all done together. It's a collaborate. That video is a collaboration between TuxCare, Learn Linux TV, and Admin Magazine, which is a lot of fun. There's mm -hmm. going to be a free ebook that is offered through that particular um, video. There is an expiration date on that, so just make sure you check that. It, it's uh, it's out pretty far, so it's not like you have like a day to do it, but it is. Um, you know, within reason, definitely want to make sure you get that. Again, this video is not sponsored as part of this. This is um, literally we're mentioning this because we legitimately care about sysadmins and sysadmin day. Yeah, and we do care because we know we feel their pain. We've been sysadmins as well for many, many years. So it's yep. not like we're just making this up. It's what we did. Yep, it, it, it's, it's, it's the lifeblood. It's what we do and we love what we do and we want people to share in that happiness. So yeah. with that said, um, you know, I could talk for many hours about the war stories and we often do in conferences and times when we meet up, but um, I think we've uh, put the point right where it needs to be. So um, definitely, um, you know, happy Sysadmin Day to everybody out there. And, um, you know, let's raise awareness and that's what we're doing. So I think uh, mission uh, successful. Yeah, absolutely. So to all the sysadmins out there, uh, Thank you very much for what you're doing. Keep up the good work. It's very appreciated. Thank you. And thank you very much. And until the next episode.